Hello. Today I'll be reading from business sources in Lexington and Louisville, including the Lane Report and others from around the Commonwealth. Your reader today is Julia Shane. As a reminder, Radio Eye is a reading service intended for people who are blind or who have other disabilities that make it difficult to read printed material. Our first article comes from the February 13, 2024 edition of the Lane Report and is titled 150th Kentucky Derby Gallapalooza to Unveil 2024 Collection of Painted Horses. A special parade of horses is headed to Churchill Downs before this year's 150th Kentucky Derby. Gallapalooza is partnering with Churchill Downs Racetrack and the Kentucky Derby Festival to host a public event showcasing its newest collection of painted horses in one spot. The Gallapalooza Collection Preview and Unveiling will offer fans a first and one-time only viewing of all 150 horse statues under one roof. In honor of Gallapalooza's 20th anniversary and the 150th Kentucky Derby, Churchill Downs Racetrack sponsored the creation of the 150 full-size horse statues. The proceeds from Gallapalooza will support Brightside's clean and green activities that beautify and foster pride through volunteerism, planting efforts, sustainability, and education. The Gallapalooza horse statues will eventually dot the city sidewalks, business entrances, and green spaces as part of the city's beautification program that enlivens street corners and businesses across the community with the brightly decorated statues. Gallapalooza statues will be displayed throughout the community April to October of 2024. The Brightside Foundation is partnering with Churchill Downs to present Gallapalooza 2024. Brightside is a nonprofit public-private partnership dedicated to the greening and beautification of Louisville's gateways and neighborhoods. The preview is a new official event in the Kentucky Derby Festival schedule for 2024 and will take place March 22nd to the 24th at Churchill Downs First Turn Club. Admission to the event will be a 2024 Pegasus pin available beginning March 1st for $7 at select retail locations or $10 at the event. The weekend-long event takes place Friday, March 22nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., Saturday, March 23rd, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Sunday, March 24th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The $3 million Kentucky Derby takes place on the first Saturday in May at historic Churchill Downs in Louisville, Kentucky. Inaugurated in 1875, the legendary one-and-a-quarter-mile race for three-year-olds is the longest continually held major sporting event in North America and the first leg of the horse racing's Triple Crown Series. The Derby is the most attended horse race in the nation. The 150th Kentucky Derby will take place on May 4, 2024. The Kentucky Derby Festival is one of America's most recognized community-wide festivals, said Michelle Black-White, Executive Director of the Brightside Foundation. We are honored to be a part of the Kentucky Derby Festival. Gallapalooza will be part of several festival events, including their Off Luncheon, Pegasus Parade, and Fest A-Ville. 
The Kentucky Derby Festival helped unveil Brightside's first Gallapalooza horses 20 years ago, and we're honored to be a part of this year's special event. It's the perfect addition to our schedule, said Matt Gibson, Kentucky Derby Festival president and CEO. These horses are a celebration of both art and community during our favorite time of year. We encourage everyone to get their Pegasus pen and join us to see all of the unique and colorful designs. Many of the artists who created the one-of-a-kind painted statues will be on hand throughout the weekend to answer questions and provide insight to their work. There will be family-friendly events and activities, including a scavenger hunt, a coloring contest, a reading area, and visitors can vote for their favorite statue. The winning statue will be named the Best in Show, and the winning artist will win $2,500 for creating their masterpiece. First launched in 2024 and brought back in 2009 and 2015, Gallapalooza instills and increases civic pride by uniting the community through the display of artistically created horse and julep cup statues. The Public Art Initiative will promote creative expression, storytelling, and a sense of belonging in Louisville and Southern Indiana next summer. The next article from the Lane Report is titled, GPS Data Shows Northern Kentucky's I-75, I-71 is 14th Worst U.S. Truck Traffic Bottleneck. Tennessee, one of the worst congested states in the latest ATRI Top 100 list. All of Kentucky's border states, with the exception of West Virginia, contain top 100 truck traffic choke points in the United States, with Tennessee and Illinois having multiple sites, according to a list issued by American Transportation Research Institute, ATRI. Kentucky has none of the top 100 U.S. traffic choke points, but this is because the 14th worst site where Interstates 75 and 71 meet, is listed as being in Ohio. This is a quibble for long-frustrated users of the I-75, I-71, Brent Spence Bridge, which is in Kentucky because the Ohio-Kentucky legal state line is the northern bank of the Ohio River. A multi-billion dollar project to relieve the Brent Spence is moving forward now with $1.6 billion in federal funding from the 2022 Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. Since 2002, the ATRI has collected and processed truck GPS data in support of numerous federal and state freight mobility initiatives. The ATRI develops and monitors a series of key performance measures on the nation's freight transportation system. Among its many GPS analyses, ATRI converts its truck GPS data set into an ongoing truck bottleneck analysis that is used to quantify the impact of traffic congestion on truck-borne freight at over 325 specific locations. While other outside analyses may identify congested corridors, no data set available today specifically identifies granular choke points in the nation's truck freight transportation system. Measuring the performance of freight movement across our nation's highways is critical to understanding where and at what level investments should be made. 
The information provided through this research empowers decision-making in both the private and public sectors by helping stakeholders better understand how congestion and delays constrain mobility on the U.S. highway transportation system. ATRI's annual bottleneck list provides a clear roadmap to guide investment decisions as the nation capitalizes on the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act to address the nation's supply chain challenges. ATRI's bottleneck analysis incorporates and synthesizes several unique components, including a massive database of truck GPS data at freight significant locations throughout the United States and a speed volume algorithm that quantifies the impact of congestion on truck-based freight. In addition, the annual reports provide a chronological repository of mobility profiles, allowing congestion changes to be addressed over time. This allows both transportation analysts and planners to conduct performance benchmarking and identify influential factors contributing to congestion and the requisite consequences on freight mobility. The next article from the Lane Report is titled Yum Brands UofL Launch Accelerating Growth to Train Senior Franchise Leaders. Yum Brands and the University of Louisville today announced the launch of new Accelerating Growth Executive Education Programs at the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence. It will equip operation leaders to take on senior management roles in franchise organizations, an area identified as a key opportunity by franchises and leadership. The Accelerating Growth Program is an exceptional addition to the multi-level franchise education offered by our center at the University of Louisville and is yet another way we can create opportunities for professionals across the franchising industry. We are incredibly grateful for YUM's continued support for the center and this opportunity to expand the center's programs, said Kathleen Gosser, director of the YUM Center for Global Franchise Excellence and assistant professor in the UofL College of Business, site of YUM Center for Global Franchise Excellence since 2021. As part of its $100 million Global Unlocking Opportunity Initiative, Yum Brands is providing more than $800,000 in funding to launch the Accelerating Growth Programs, which is an addition to the $3.5 million commitment the company made to launch the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence in 2021. The goal of Yum Brands Unlocking Opportunity Initiative is to create opportunities for education and entrepreneurship for employees, frontline restaurant teams, and communities around the world. The two new Accelerating Growth Education tracks begin in the summer and fall of the 2024 semester and focus on training attendees to upskill their franchising education. Yum Brands is passionate about the franchise business model and capable franchise leaders are the lifeblood of every successful franchise system. As the franchisor of choice for the industry, we are thrilled to partner with the University of Louisville and address a need of the industry, training a new generation of leaders to take on senior management roles in franchise businesses, said Wanda Williams, head of global franchising for YUM. 
since its launch in 2021 as part of our Unlocking Opportunity Initiative. The Yum! Center for Global Franchise Excellence has helped prepare hundreds of students for successful careers and business ownership opportunities by building knowledge about franchising industries. Two new education tracks will be offered as part of the Accelerating Growth Program, which will develop the skills necessary to run and grow a large franchise business. A six-month Level 1 program designed to train general managers and area coaches for a vice president role, and an advanced one-year program customized to prepare vice presidents for a role as president of a franchise organization. Both programs include online and experiential education, and the advanced program also includes a final simulation and development of a business plan. Since the launch of the Yum! Center for Global Franchise Excellence at UofL, total enrollment has exceeded 900 students, 418 undergrad, 50 graduate level, and 500 executive education enrollees. The center in 2022 launched the annual Yum! Franchise Accelerator Fellowship, a collaborative effort between UofL, Howard University, and Yum! Brands, offered to four MBA students from the two universities. Participants get $10,000 scholarships and receive personalized training and mentorship from industry experts during an immersive educational journey centered around the franchise business model. The next article comes from the February 13th, 2024 edition of Business Lexington, and is titled, Toyota Bringing Battery Electric Vehicle Production to Kentucky. Toyota has announced a $1.3 billion investment in its flagship Kentucky facility to further its electrification efforts, which includes the assembly of a new three-row battery electric SUV specifically for the United States market. This project increases the total investment in the plant to nearly $10 billion. This investment reinforces the plans for future battery electric vehicle, BEV, assembly at Toyota, Kentucky, and introduces a new battery pack assembly line at the facility. The batteries for this line will be supplied by Toyota Battery Manufacturing, North Carolina. You cannot think of the Bluegrass region and Scott County without thinking of Toyota, said Governor Andy Bashir. We are grateful that they continue to invest in our Commonwealth and continue to set a standard for high-quality, well-paying jobs for our citizens. Thank you, Toyota, for yet another $1 billion-plus investment coming to Kentucky. Toyota Kentucky has been a hub for the automaker's North American operations since 1986. With nearly 9,400 team members, the facility has assembled some of Toyota's top-selling models, including the Camry, which is America's best-selling passenger car for 22 consecutive years. Carrie Creech, president of Toyota Kentucky, emphasized the commitment to vehicle electrification and reinvestment in U.S. operations, saying, Today's announcement reflects our commitment to vehicle electrification and further reinvesting in our U.S. operations. Generations of our team members 
helped prepare for this opportunity, and we will continue leading the charge into the future by remaining true to who we are as a company and putting our people first for generations to come. Beyond manufacturing, Toyota remains dedicated to investing in its operational communities, primarily focusing on education and workforce development. Since making Kentucky its home almost four decades ago, Toyota has donated more than $154 million locally. Chris Cohelia, a group leader at Toyota Kentucky, shared his perspective on the company's commitment to its employees. Every investment Toyota makes is proof of its commitment to employees, he said. I joined the company 26 years ago as a production team member. Job stability, competitive pay, and opportunities for growth are all reasons I love working here. It's also exciting to be a part of the team building Toyota's first battery electric vehicle in North America. Since 2021, Toyota has announced new investments totaling $17 billion in its U.S. manufacturing operations to support electrification efforts. The next article from Business Lexington is titled, New Development Planned for Hamburg Area. Lexington-based property development and management company, Calgill Incorporated, is spearheading a significant mixed-use development on a 44-acre plot at the intersection of I-75 and 64 at Winchester Road in southeast Fayette County. Named Hamburg East, the development will include restaurants, hotels, apartments, retail, and green spaces. An adjacent 41-acre parcel of land acquired by the University of Kentucky in September from Cowgill will house a new medical facility. Situated in a strategic stretch along I-75 between Winchester Road and Manowar Boulevard, the Hamburg East development aligns with the ongoing growth in the area, including the Baptist Health Facility, Cabela's, Costco, and a forthcoming middle school by the Fayette County Public Schools with plans for an adjacent elementary school. The project encompasses the last available corner for development on the Fayette County Interstate System inside the Urban Service Area. Construction for Hamburg East is set to begin immediately. Key firms involved in the project include ATS Construction, Davis H. Elliott Company, Design Works, and Vision Engineering. The addition of UK Healthcare in Hamburg East will prove to be a major benefit to both that part of Lexington community as well as for the people of Central and Eastern Kentucky, said Joe Brumley, Vice President for Acquisitions at Cowgill. Cowgill Incorporated is a family-owned company founded by Norwood Cowgill Jr. with expertise in apartment development and management, The company owns and manages 15 apartment communities in Lexington, totaling nearly 1,900 units. Recent projects include Studios 180 on North Martin Luther King Boulevard and the Flats at 345 on Blackburn Avenue, with ongoing projects at 340 Legion Drive. The next article comes from the February 9, 2024 edition of Louisville Business First, and is titled, Mayor Greenberg Touts $1 Billion in New Investment. Mayor Sees Belvedere Transformation as a Key in Boosting Downtown. 
written by Michael Jones. More than $1 billion in investment and 2,300 new jobs were announced in Louisville Metro last year, according to Louisville Mayor Craig Greenberg. Greenberg discussed the city's strong economy during his second State of the City address, delivered at the Summit Wellness Center on February 1st. The event was hosted by the Rotary Club of Louisville. The $1 billion figure Greenberg mentioned included the largest investment in West Louisville in more than 20 years. Nevada-based Stellar Snacks, $137 million commitment to open a 434,000-square-foot facility in Park Hill that will bring 350 new jobs to the underserved neighborhood. The mayor said it takes hard work and a proactive strategy to attract companies like Stellar Snacks, and that is the reason that the city's Growing Louisville Together, an economic development plan unveiled last year, is so important. Greenberg highlighted public safety and a decrease in homicides, non-fatal shootings, and carjackings in 2023. While the mayor stated Louisville should be encouraged by the progress, he acknowledged that there is more work to be done. The mayor also touched on public health, including the importance of Louisville parks and community centers. Specifically, Greenberg highlighted the opening of the Alberta O. Jones Park in the California neighborhood. I am grateful to our partners in the Parks Alliance of Louisville for making that possible, Greenberg said. I'm also grateful to Olmsted Parks Conservancy for leading the way on the Elliott Park transformation. Greenberg stated that his administration has a big, ambitious agenda for every part of Louisville, including the heart of the city, downtown. A major part of that work is a forward-thinking plan for the Belvedere. I want to create an iconic, world-class public space right on the river, a destination that attracts people year-round, from our community and all over the world, he said. To that end, Greenberg stated his administration is working with London-based design firm Heatherwick Studio, which has done work around the world. The next article from Louisville Business First is titled, Wait, You Can Charge for a Pitch Deck? Xena Intelligence CEO on Why a New Strategy Nets More Interest. Written by Stephen Schmidt. Think of a bar. Okay, two bars. In bar A, you do not have to pay a cover at the door. You grab a drink before moving on to bar B, which is charging $5 at the door, but has a live band playing. Which bar are you staying at longer? That, in essence, is what is behind the latest approach by Akil Sharish Nar, founder and CEO of one of Louisville's fastest-growing startups, Xena Intelligence, which is an e-commerce platform. As of recently, NAR started charging investors a substantial cover charge, $5,000 to be exact, to see his pitch deck. So far, three venture capital firms, VCs, out of approximately 20, have taken him up on his offer in the past few weeks, as he is in the middle of raising a $5 million seed round. He has been pleased with the results so far. I've seen the difference. When VCs pay for the deck, they obviously spend more time than in the past, and because it's worth five grand, Nair told me. Nair, who was part of Techstars NYC last year, said that this idea largely stemmed from a Slack channel from the startups that were part of his cohort. 
Conversations came up there and everywhere in the startup world, for that matter, about how even for startups that have been doing all of the right things, they still cannot find new venture capital due to investors doubling down on their existing investments. And that could be because a lot of VCs are stuck, or they are extremely risk-averse, or they maybe don't spend enough time in understanding all of these new startups that are coming up, Nair said. So far, none of his other fellow Techstar counterparts have taken that same leap. He has also shared his approach to a Slack channel for Louisville founders as well. Everybody's been sending a smiley face, saying, maybe we should be doing this too, he said. I think the fear that they live with is that, hey, maybe this will turn off investors that might have invested. I'm like, it's so brutal right now. Can you really say who would be turned off? Nair, who is named to LBF's 40 under 40 list in 2023, added that it is up to each founder to decide how much they want to charge. He said, ultimately, even though that money can go to an overall goal of raising capital, that the dollar amount is not important. Assigning a monetary value, though, lets investors know a lot of effort has gone into this. I first spoke with Nair about Xena Intelligence back in November of 2022. Back then, he was still a relatively new transplant to Louisville from Boston, having moved here after being named one of the winners of the 2021 Render Competition and a Vought Award winner in 2022. Since that point, Xena has been named one of our 2023 startups to watch and 2023 Kentucky NO Fire Award winner under the category of On the Rise. Xena has 82 customers using its platform to sell products on Amazon, Shopify, and Walmart.com. The team has been rolling out a new product, Xena Foresight, which uses AI to generate pictures of products that clients can use on Amazon or other websites. To generate some buzz around his product, Nair posted four photos of knives on a LinkedIn post. He then asked people to vote for what knife was real. Spoil alert, they were all generated by AI. The company's customers have a combined approximate sales figure of $160 million. That figure has doubled from when I last spoke with Nair about his funding efforts in May. The next article from Louisville Business First is titled, Property Tax Program Seeks to Assist West End Property Owners, written by Michael Jones. The board created to manage a tax increment financing, TIF, district in West Louisville has launched a new program to provide relief for rising property taxes in the area. The West End Opportunity Partnership has enlisted the Louisville Housing Opportunities and Microenterprise Community Development Loan Fund, LHOM, to provide property tax assistance through grants and zero-interest loans. The partnership was created by the Kentucky General Assembly in 2021 to administer 80% of the new tax revenue generated by a 20-year TIF covering the nine neighborhoods that make up West Louisville. Its mission is to promote economic development and homeowner stabilization in the area. El Home is a Community Development Financial Institution, or CDFI, meaning that it invests philanthropic contributions and funding from U.S. Treasury Department 
into people, organizations, or areas that have faced underinvestment. If you get a 2023 property tax bill and it is a $200 increase from the previous year, the program that we set up would cover that $200 increase through a grant. So now that property tax liability is only $800 compared to $1,000 the year before. This concludes the reading of the most recent business news in Lexington, Louisville, and around the state. Your reader today has been Julia Shane. If you have any questions or comments about this program, please give our Lexington studios a call at 859-422-6390. Thanks for listening, and now, please stay tuned for readings from the Kentucky series here on Radio Eye.